Welcome to Everything's Not Black and White, a podcast about perspectives with your hosts, Lala and Brian. Welcome to our very first episode of our new podcast. We are super excited to be here with you and we are even more excited that you chose to listen to us today. I am Lala, the most important half of Lala and Brian. And I, <laughs> I guess I am Brian and I, I apparently am the not so important half. Oh, it's equal, baby. You know, I tease you. Mm-hmm. Yes. But we're excited to to be here with you all today because this has this been something that's been burning in our brain for a little over a year now. We had opportunity to do a couple of uh, guest spots in the podcast uh, here locally in Columbus, Ohio, and it kind of gave us a little bit of a fever for it. And we felt like we had a good point of view um, and a good base of community to be able to have a pretty decent podcast. So we're excited to be here. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm excited to be here uh, with you and to be able to share this experience together. Well, I like sharing experiences. So this is our 11th year of marriage. So we have quite a few experiences under our belt <laughs> to, to, to pull from, for sure. 11 years and, and what a fun time it has been. It's been uh, some highs, some lows, and just unequivocally the best time of my life. And oh, um, I'm proud to have sweet. been spending this time with you. And, and hopefully with this podcast, we'll be able to share some of those experiences and some of the knowledge that we've learned from each other uh, with our, our our listeners. Yep, that'll be great. So for those of you who don't know us, we wanted to use this, our very first podcast, for you to have a little bit of an introduction to who we are and why we chose uh, to explore the topics of perspective and difference of opinion um, in a way that is both encouraging and fruitful. Uh, something I think we really need in society today. So we wanted to kind of do this first podcast uh, for you to get to know us a little bit better, a little bit of our experiences and what we bring to the table and what we expect to uh, present in the coming weeks with this podcast. So I'm ready to get started. You ready to get started, honey? Yeah, absolutely. Why don't we start with first you sharing a little bit about your background and your your history and where you grew up and how you were raised. Oh, sure. So I am a Georgia peach, a southerner. I uh, grew up in southeast Georgia, a little town called Sylvania, Georgia. Don't don't get it mixed up with uh, Savannah. Savannah. It's <laughs> totally different. Very different. Sylvania is where you probably stop to get gas on your way to Savannah, for sure. So we're right smack dab in the middle uh, between Augusta and Savannah. So it was one of those places where people did stop at a convenience store uh, to get gas. Um, We had a few traffic lights that I definitely remember. Um, We had a Piggly Wiggly because every southern town has to have a Piggly Wiggly and a Winn-Dixie that also changed over the years. And uh, we had to go about 30 minutes away uh, to really shop. And that's where Statesboro, Georgia, where our first Walmart was. And I actually remember it being almost like going to an amusement park. It was so exciting. Everybody piled up in a car to go to Walmart. So <laughs> <laughs> that's how that's how boring the town. I, I know that's like that's that's saying a lot for us. But, you know, I was very fortunate uh, when I grew up, I was raised by both my mother and my grandmother. Um, unfortunately, my father was uh, not in the picture. They, My mom and dad divorced when I was two, and we didn't have the opportunity to have him in the house with us or um, his engagement. So 
it was a it was a different way to grow up, but I'm very grateful for how I grew up for sure. Why don't you share a little bit about how you grew up? I know you grew up in a house and you you had a working mother because the father obviously went in the picture. Mm-hmm. Um, share a little bit your experience with being raised by the greatest generation ever and your grandmother for the most part. Although your mom played a role, it wasn't as significant necessarily as the role that your grandmother played in those those teenage years that are so important for molding someone's character. Yeah, so interestingly enough, actually my grandmother, take it even a bit further back, she is actually a, 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 I think they call it a silent era. She was born in 1914. So she was even has a generation of kids between where my mom is and her early set of kids. Um, so she was so pivotal in raising me and my sister and giving us a foundation of hard work, um, respect, and also just determination. You know, she didn't get the privilege of having an easy life by no means. Uh, she was orphaned um, at a young age because, unfortunately, her mother was uh, murdered by the Ku Klux Klan. And so she ended up having to live with some uh, distant relatives um, is how she was raised. And so it was a difficult time for her to grow up and have an identity that where she didn't know her mother or her father and she knew only this other life. Um, so with her growing up, she had to leave school early in the primary years to work in cotton fields. And then she later became a domestic working in, um, homes as a nanny and in restaurants, um, as a cook, oftentimes where she could not even eat at that same restaurant, which she worked, which was a very difficult time in American history for, um, people of color, especially women of color. Um, but anyway, she was very much a stickler on education for my sister and I growing up. And so she really pushed us to study hard. And my sister and I both ended up graduating as undergraduates from high school, went on to get our bachelor's degree. And I also went on to get my master's. And I always dedicate every educational endeavor to her and in her memory, because I have a privilege to have education where she did not. So it was very, very cool. And my mom, like you mentioned earlier, did work outside the home. So she traveled quite a bit um, for jobs uh, to make sure we had financial stability. And my grandma made sure we had the domestic home stability. Yeah, it's an amazing sacrifice that your mom made. Now, did your mom go to college as well? Yes, actually, my mom was the very first person in our family to go to college. And interestingly enough, when she graduated from high school, that was the last year of segregated high schools in my town. So the very next year they integrated. Um, So she went through a very interesting primary education and then also secondary education. Um, And then being um, shortly thereafter in college, becoming a young mom um, and learning all the nuances of how to be a college student, a mother, and then a single mother. Um, So it was, she's also had a difficult life but what i absolutely appreciate about my mom is that she tried her best to give my sister and i a leg up so that we didn't really want for a whole lot of things and she opened the world to us we had a lot of experiences with different cultures um that we grew to appreciate tremendously um and she's just a great person and she's just a wonderful person both her and my grandmother i would not be the woman i am today without them 
Yeah, it sounds like you had uh, a lot of opportunity and you're truly blessed to have those individuals in your life. That's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. So I think one of the interesting things, you know, about you as well, you were also raised by a single mother, too. So why don't you give our listeners a little bit of, of understanding about how you grew up? Yeah, absolutely. I, I grew up in the Midwest here, right where we're stationed here in Columbus, Ohio. My mom ended up meeting a gentleman who was, uh, I use that term lightly, but he uh, he ended up marrying my mother. They ended up having getting pregnant and having me, but unfortunately my dad decided about two months into the pregnancy that he was no longer going to be in the picture. So I did grew up without a dad until later on in my life. My mom did remarry when I was, I, I believe, 16 or 17, but at that point I was just the angry teenager didn't thought I knew everything mm-hmm. and yeah. um, I wasn't really receptive to him so my my relationship with my my true dad now has grown and blossomed from probably my 20s onward mm-hmm. and it's been an exciting uh, opportunity to learn how to have that relationship with a male role model in my life and uh, I laugh because some days my dad really challenges me with uh, simple things like teaching me electric electric work on a house and not turning off the breaker. You know, he's teaching me through shock therapy on how to properly wire stuff, but, but I love him to death. Yeah. Um, I also went to uh, Columbus Public Schools still when here in the city of Columbus, even uh, years after the Brown decision, when schools were somewhat still segregated via redlining here in Columbus, Ohio. And I remember they redistrict everything as a young child when I was going through my early uh, adolescent education that I went from one school to another, and part of that was because they they finally decided to realign the districts to make it more integrated. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember to this day, I didn't understand it. it. It was I was you know, race is not taught at such a young age. I, thought, I believe I was in first or second grade when that occurred. But it was a it was fascinating to look back. People think that segregation was so long ago, but it really wasn't. It was in my lifetime, it was in my yeah. parents' lifetime, and in our grandparents' lifetime. Um, so. It was not that far from us being in that moment. We were right there. But I got my education right here in Columbus. Uh, I ended up going through high school. I ended up dropping out, but I did go back, get my GED. And then I ended up going back to college. And when I went back to college, I ended up graduating with honors, which I I was tickled to death for. It's the first time I got to walk across the stage, which I found absolutely amazing. And it it fueled me to even take more more classes, even though I didn't get a second degree. But I I have invested my time and my efforts into learning more, not only academically, but just just learning more in general overall with everything. Yeah. And I and I as from a perspective of the family, we were all super proud of you and excited to share in that moment with you. And I mean, do you feel like you have any regrets with waiting to take, go back to school? Or do you feel like, you know, it's a moment that you could share with people that, you know, it's never too late to take that step forward? Yeah, I don't, I don't really have a lot of regrets. Um, I think the, the only regret I would say is, is the financial loss mm-hmm. that I probably took for not getting my education. Mm-hmm. But as, as a young person and I don't know why but it seems like it takes longer for uh, boys and young men to mature and I found it I had to get to a place where I wanted to get an education and Mm -hmm. get my degree and I wasn't there until I was in my mid-30s and Mm -hmm. once I once I was in that place I I excelled and Mm -hmm. I thoroughly enjoyed my time there so I don't I don't think I have too many regrets regrets because I don't think if I were to try to go back to school 
at a younger age, I would end up dropping out and it probably would have set me back even further than if I would not have went at all. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you. You, you make a definitely a lot more um, thorough and thought out um, decisions when you have time to really step back from it. Oh, thank you. So uh, that's really very cool. Are you saying I don't rush to a decision? Um, nope. You, you do not <laughs> rush. Rush is not a word I would use for you. <laughs> so I think for our listeners, knowing a little bit about our backgrounds and hearing that, I'm sure they're interested in, well, how did you two meet? Because that sounds like it's interesting. So do you want to give a little heads up about how we met each other? Well, it started with me gaining employment with a a local office supply company, and I became a a delivery driver, uh, gosh, over almost two decades ago. And just over the years, I jumped from route to route because I always wanted to challenge myself, meet new people, learn new areas. And then finally, one day, my route landed basically at Lala's desk. (laughs) Yes, I was working for um, a Fortune 15 company here in Columbus, Ohio. And I was, at the time, a training coordinator. And so we ordered a ton of supplies. We had um, one office supplier that we learned literally a week before that we were switching to another. And I didn't exactly... uh, jump for joy about that. I'd made good friends with the person who was the delivery driver at the time. And I thought in my head that he was going to be losing his job and I knew he had a family and things to take care of. So that bothered me a bit. But then of course, our person working on our dock brought Brian around to meet everyone and said, Hey, this is Brian, your new delivery guy. And when I saw him, I was struck by, first of all, how incredibly handsome he was, these stunning blue eyes that hopefully as a listener one day you'll be able to see. Um, But he also had such a a wonderful demeanor and he was very respectful. And I I take respect very seriously, especially how I grew up. So it was just something that was very endearing to me about him. But I didn't think anything more than just harmless flirtation. But uh, 12 years later, here we are. Um, we dated for a year and got married a year to the day of our first date and it was really pretty cool. So it's been an interesting journey. Yeah. And then the time has flown by, like we said earlier in the show, uh, going on 11 years. Yeah. It's, it's been amazing. Yeah. It's been really, really cool. The other thing that Brian and I, uh, connected together with being an interracial couple, we were also parents, uh, from previous relationships. So we are a blended family. We have a son, Jason, who is 22 years old, and our daughter, Ajuli, who is 18. And both of them are the pride and joy of our worlds. And in future broadcasts, we will talk more about that dynamic of being in that blended family and also the challenges and joys of parenting. So so Jason would be my son and Ajuli would be. Her daughter, which I ended up adopting when she was... uh, I think she was 12. Yes. So I think it was about, yeah, a few, six, seven years ago that you adopted her. So... Yeah, very proud moment. Yeah, it was a very, very proud moment. So what we really are hoping to accomplish with this podcast is being able to share experiences just like what we've done today about each other, but with uh, you... Um, and as a listener, and also we will have special guests that will come in throughout the podcast that will talk about different uh, topics that are 
are pressing to us as far as, you know, social um, and familial uh, topics that we deal with every day. And we'd love for you to have um, your mind open and ask curious questions to see a different perspective than one you might already share. Through our marriage being an interracial relationship, it has forced us and challenged us to have those tough conversations, conversations that people might not otherwise have, especially on topics of, of black and white, but on all topics in general. We had we just typically have a different perspective. You being from the South, me being from the North, black, we're white. And we want to bring that to the forefront and share those experiences with you and have those conversations that maybe you're afraid to ask that question because you're afraid of the reaction. Well, we've been there, we've done that, and we've asked those questions to each other. So we want to open a platform to be able to ask those questions, not only with each other on this show, but with our guest. Yes, absolutely. And I think that's one of the most, um, I think, powerful things that happened within our marriage is that we were able to ask deeper, uh, more curious questions about, well, why do you feel that way? And we grew to understand that People can argue facts and figures all day long. You can't argue experiences. Somebody's experience is what they experienced. What you can do is seek to understand and acknowledge their feelings. So we really want a platform where we can have good, rich conversation that's authentic, but also that has civility and compassion and empathy in it. Definitely key. One of the things that we've always learned or have learned over these last 11 years is the experiences that we have each had are completely different. But in every experience, experience there is a relatability mm-hmm. to Absolutely. the other's experience. And to find those common grounds and those common uh, points, that's really what we want to get to with this show. So you can see, you know, it's just not left and right and black and white. There, There's always gray in the always middle somewhere. Gray. So we also... Absolutely want to hear from you and your comments and uh, in the in the podcast. Let us know topics that are important to you that you might want to hear a different perspective on. Or if there's something that resonates with you, let us also know that, you know, we we're excited to just be two regular people um, who are just, you know, loving people and loving the planet that we live on. And we want to make sure we share more of ourselves and experiences with others. And so that is the platform we choose to stand on. And we are glad that you are along for the ride. Please feel free to email us at enbwpodcast at gmail.com. And we'd be happy to uh, look those over and see if we can work those into our show. Yep. Can you repeat that for people, please? enbwpodcast at gmail.com. Awesome. So this was our first episode. We hope you like it. And if you do, we hope you like, share, subscribe, tell all your friends. We plan to release these every other week. So it'll be a bi-weekly podcast. We definitely want to hear from you, your comments. If there's something that's relatable to what we've said, let us know. If you have a different opinion, please let us know. But also we want to encourage respect and civil discourse. So anything that is different from your opinion, please do so in the comments with respect and dignity. And we will do likewise in return. Absolutely. Well, I have been and continue to be Lala. (laughs) (laughs) And I am Brian. And we appreciate you being here. 
And remember, everything's not black and white, but we are. <laughs> <laughs> nice closing. Did you work on that one? I did. I yeah, took that. You, yeah, about two seconds yeah, ago? Yeah, thank you so okay. much. Yes. Yeah, we look forward to seeing you all in the next episode, and uh, we'll go on from there. All right. Take care, everyone. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. This has been Everything's Not Black and White, a podcast about perspectives with your hosts, Lala and Brian, a production of LBB Edutainment.